Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10, we did not know each other. And we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. I refer first to the need for far greater public information. To the need for far greater official secrecy. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, that didn't happen. And here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago? When I hear your new ideas, I'm reminded of that ad. Where's the beef? They're looking for help. They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their names. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the businesses go bankrupt, I know them. Well, Governor, we also have fewer horses and bayonets because the nature of our military has changed. We have these things called aircraft carriers where planes land on them. When we get enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. But their children were saved, and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. For whom Jerusalem was home. For most of the last 1,400 years, Jerusalem had been an Arab, a Muslim city. A day will come, God willing, when Muslims will be triumphant and the Jews will cry blood, not tears. For 10 years, Amar Sheshin was senior advisor on Arab affairs to the mayor of Jerusalem. He later wrote a book about the Israeli plan to transform Jerusalem into a Jewish city. Before the end of June 1967, they got a decision to expand the boundaries of Jerusalem from 38 square kilometers to 108 square kilometers, and by this to annex into Jerusalem 28 Arab-Palestinian villages. The city's new boundaries excluded major areas of Palestinian population and included vast empty spaces ready for Jewish settlers to move in. Slowly but surely, the government started to develop the plan to import into Jerusalem many more Jews. 
and to make Jerusalem a solid Jewish city as it should be, as the capital of Israel, no doubt about it. Immediately after the 1967 war and the reunification of the city, a census was conducted, and the census said at that time that the ratio between Jews and Arabs in Jerusalem is 74% Jews and 26% Palestinians Arabs. Ever since, official Israeli government policy has been to maintain this Jewish majority in Jerusalem at the expense of its Palestinian inhabitants. Government policy was to encourage Jewish families to come to Jerusalem and uh, on the other side of the coin to encourage Palestinians to leave the city boundaries to find their uh, housing accommodations outside of the boundaries. Unless this changes, you can't keep peace in the city. Definitely, I would describe it as a pressure cooker. The pressure cooker got a certain pressure from the inside till a certain point, it will blow up. I don't know when, it might be tomorrow or in two hours or in a month, but it will. The whole pot is going to blow <laughs> Gwyn Lewis of the United Nations Commission for Humanitarian Affairs is compiling a report about the effects of 40 years of Israeli rule on access to Jerusalem for Palestinians. So this is what you have to walk through. If they have any suspicions about you, they take you into a separate room and, and there's a soldier there who will um, search you. So what happens here? So here we, we go in one by one for them to check our IDs. Take off your camera, camera. Don't take picture, hello. You're not allowed to take pictures. Oh. Right. Okay, no, don't take pictures. Don't take pictures. You're not allowed to go through. Go on, guys, off you go. Since 2002, the Israeli government has been building a massive barrier over 430 miles long to separate Israelis from Palestinians. In Jerusalem, it's a 25-foot concrete wall that now cuts off the surrounding Palestinian villages from their city. Describe to me what the effect on the city of all this is. The Israeli authorities control all movement to the city. So it means that access to um, the religious sites, which are very important for Jerusalem, I mean, it's the holy city for both Christians and Muslims, is becoming increasingly difficult. Palestinians can't get to East Jerusalem anymore without a permit. When the Israeli government decided to build the wall, Colonel Danny Tirza was in charge of planning its route. So, Colonel, now... Jerusalem is famous throughout the world for two walls, the Western Wall and the wall you built. What was the reason for building it? Oh, the reason is coming from uh, the story that we can't live with such a level of terror acts that were taken. In 2002-2003, you can't go in Jerusalem to a restaurant or to a mall or even to a shop going by a bus, everywhere that you were going, there was uh, the feeling that someone can hurt you and there can be a bomb. Over the last 12 years, there have been 24 suicide bomb attacks in Jerusalem, killing 249 Israelis. On the 9th of March, 2002, 
11 people were killed in the Moment Cafe in West Jerusalem. One of them was 28-year-old Oritz Bozarov. Oh, she is beautiful, isn't she? Yeah. And this was taken when? Uh, it, this photograph take uh, five hours before she was uh, murdered. All the people love her. Her friends that took this picture say that uh, at that time she was very happy. She never believed that in this place something like that will happen. That's the tragedy that we never believed that something will happen. But here you are sitting, what, four yards, five yards from where she was when she yeah. was killed by the suicide yeah. bomber. Yeah. This is the first time that I'm sitting here. I, I never come here. First time you've been This is the first time that I'm sitting here. Takes a lot of strength to come. Yeah. Dali, you have paid the price, the most terrible price, for lack of security. We've been looking at the wall around Jerusalem. And of course, some criticize it. Some say it makes life very difficult for the Palestinians. Others say it's necessary for security. What do you think? I think it's very important because it's reduced the um, cases of suicide, bombing. I, I think it's help. I think there is no other option. Do you think that if the wall had been built when Ohit was murdered, it may not have happened? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. want to think about it. I, I don't know. Yeah. We lost daughter. We lost friends. We lost lover. We lost. I understand. Jerusalem's new wall is now almost complete, cutting the city off from the rest of the occupied West Bank. Education is a huge issue because you have children crossing the checkpoint who cannot be accompanied by their parents because the parents need a permit. At any age? Yes. And when there's closure, when there's a security incident, everything gets closed down and these four-year-olds are stuck on buses without their parents. And, I mean, we had something like um, 100 days of complete closure last year where people could not move at all. What can we do if the Palestinians use children seven years old with a bomb or explosives inside his school bag. We have to check them because sometimes they carry uh, emotions and we understand that everyone is suspicious. Anybody can cross into the Palestinian area, that's no problem. But if you're Palestinian and you want to leave, then you need to apply for a permit with the Israeli Defense Forces, so with the military. And, and you have old people being picked up occasionally by ambulances, which is very expensive, that will bring them um, to the checkpoint. They will get out of the, the ambulance, and then there'll be an ambulance to pick them up on the other side. Sick and infirm. Yeah. We're finding that um, patients are being sent back because a soldier at the checkpoint is deciding who can get through the checkpoint. We tried building walls in Belfast. I was there as a soldier on the streets of Belfast. They didn't work. And I'll tell you why. Because the modern concept of security is not about walls and collective security. It's about common security, that you and your enemy share the same destiny so as you can create the kind of society that won't have suicide bombers. Now, that's why walls have never worked. Why do you think yours will? It's not London here. London is away from uh, North Ireland. Here we live just near the Palestinians and we understand that if they won't come and take, uh, take out terror attacks inside Jerusalem, we have to close their way. 
We're going to go through a checkpoint now, um, which is only for the residents of this area. Um, we're allowed to go through the UN because we visit the families, so we have to wait for the soldiers. Hi. Shalom. We want to see the Kunbar families. We're going to visit. Huh? We're going to visit the Kunbar family. Okay. Sorry, excuse me. We can we can come through here. I've been through here many times. You know what the rule is. We are allowed to go through here. I speak as somebody who believes that Israel's right to exist is unquestionable and implacably oppose all those who would wish to see this state annihilated. And this feels to me like a mistake, a big mistake. It will deepen the anger in the hearts of the young men who are acting as terrorists against you. Excuse me. Um, I'm sorry we can't speak your language, but listen, surely the UN has a right to go through. The UN has an absolute right. Yes, absolutely. The UN has an international right. I'll speak to my captain. Well, let me tell you that you are now... This is, this is a matter of international law. The UN has a right to go through here. Without being checked... This law needs to talk to us to let you go through, okay? Well, then you're... I listen to my captain, it's not to you. You want to go there? Go. No, 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 we're staying here. Stay, I don't think it's going to help you. It does. So what do you suggest? Well, there is a suggestion, which is what we had to do in Northern Ireland. We had to say, we understand the Catholic population have been discriminated against. We understand that they have no um, future. So we have to give that to them. We have to bring them in. There we go. Where else? We had bombing campaigns. We lost hundreds in London. But we didn't build walls, and we didn't overreact to the provocation of our enemies. And now, after 35 years, it's been very tough. We have peace in Northern Ireland. We have to give a solution how people can live today, how my children can go to school. And this solution that uh, you suggest is for long term. It's not for today. Although the wall has split the city in two, the divisions between the two communities run much deeper. One person who has seen this at first hand is former Jerusalem city councillor, Mayor Margalit. Thank you for listening to Public Access America, produced by Public Access Pod. You can find Public Access America on Twitter at Public Access Pod. Discover great new playlists on SoundCloud at Public Access America. Discover our catalog of vintage videos on YouTube at Public Access America. And finally, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. This has been Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. 
Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.